Welcome! Another episode of Chilindrinas Mas Finas with your girl Nicole Coco Patrice and a very special It's Giving Jessica Rabbit episode. <laughs> um, it definitely is giving Jessica, Jessica a rabbit. Um, but this episode is not about Jessica Rabbit. It's about me and you, your mama and your cousin too. No, seriously, it's about the fact that this is going to be the season one finale. Season one, Chilindrinas. Let's give it up. Thank you so much for tuning in thus far, um, for your encouragement, for um, you know the comments I get, the um, you know the conversation that you guys uh, give me behind you know the things that have. Uh, been discussed in clips and otherwise now it's good enough that you're watching clips but i also appreciate if you share those clips and um you know watch some of the episodes in their entirety and like if you see something you know that i didn't make a clip out of like you can clip it on youtube where you can tell me and i'll clip it um if you found something to be funny you know if you see me around in these streets or if you just see me on social media uh, just let a girl know, you know, be like, hey, I like that, you know, let's do more of that, because um, feedback is important, but the feedback I've gotten so far, I appreciate y'all, and I'm uh, glad that we have uh, had this time together, you know what I'm saying? I had to take my glove off, because I can't, the iPad, the phone seemed to want to work with the glove, but the iPad does not, does not approve. The iPad does not approve, okay? Uh, so here we are, Chilling Dream as Mas Venus with Nicole Coco Patrice, season finale, period. We did that, 30 episodes. Um, I'm going to take a little break because I have, you know, some other things that I'm constantly working on, but um, I want to give them a little bit more of my attention um, and time. No es un hombre, no es un hombre. Parcialmente, sí. No, 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 no. Completamente que sí. Porque estoy buscando todavía a mi Ricky. El Ricky a mi... Ricky Ricardo a mi Lucio Ball, ¿no? ¿Qué no? O no el conejo a mi Jessica Rabbit, ¿ok? No. Unless we're talking about... Que si no estamos hablando de mi conejo malo. Pero mi conejo malo está con algún Jenner o Kardashian. Entonces, no sé qué vamos a hacer con este, este hombre... Después, porque muchísimas veces estas brujas cambian los hombres, ¿ok? Eh, él está, él, él fue un poco raro en el, en el principio sin ellas, pero ahora no sé qué vamos a tener al fin. A terminar, todo es posible con ese hombre. Entonces, oraciones para Bad Bunny en su relación con un Kardashian. Pero en mi vida, eh, aquí uh, estoy buscando mi... My Ricky, my Ricky Ricardo, my, if I'm going to do a Roger Rabbit, it's, no, it's not, it's giving goofy sometimes, but not all the time, uh, sometimes, but, uh, but not goofy, like for real goofy, <laughs> not a goofy, okay, my Chicago girls know what I'm talking about, not a goofy, just a little, just a little goofy, okay, nigga, you gonna send your ass with the goof shirts, send your ass to Magic Mountain. I don't know if the, the goof trips, why they would be on Magic Mountain, but let me just stick to my Warner Brothers cartoon, okay? It's giving Jessica Rabbit. All right, so while I try to figure out why my gloves don't work with this thing, um, 
so yeah so let's just get into my little clips of my news that i found to talk about uh for this final episode uh i well it wasn't really news it was about this lady um who was who is 40 and um is dating someone in like every country so that's interesting and now you want to know what so uh cnn travel um says that uh she's gone on 34 first dates in 19 countries over the past year um and here's what she's learned so in this article the gloves is hating boo it's like the knuckles work but like not the fingers it's really sucks trying to be cute but it's not practical trying to get jessica but it's just making a mess of ya. Shout out to Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys. If you know, you know. Why don't you? I literally just want to do a whole album of me, like, <laughs> channeling my, channeling my Alex Turner. Why don't you call me anymore, you stinking bitch? <laughs> I can I can hear him doing like a hood like a trap album. Bitch, we was off in pucks. We was in the club. Now you wanna try to hit your man up for a dog. Bitch, you can't have none of my paper. Take that shit back to the west side. Cause bitch, you got the wrong guy. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. <laughs> Alex Turner, I love his fucking voice, bro. He be, go listen, if you don't know what I'm talking about. He just be crooning, baby. He's a modern crooner. I love it. Anyway, she's gone on these dates in 19 countries. She said that, oh my God, I'm gonna have to lose the gloves, okay? She said that she basically, um, she basically, um, after her mom died, uh, so her mom was preparing to die. I think she had cancer. And so in preparations for that, the daughter said, okay, well, I'm gonna sell my apartment, sell all my worldly, earthly things or whatever, and move in with my mom and just try to, you know, lighten the load or whatever. And so ultimately, she ended up. Um, I was like, what is that weird kid's little son sitting over there on the other side? Anyway, um, so she ultimately, um, you know, realized, like, wow, my mom died in her six. Like, so her mom found out she had cancer or something, or she was, you know, terminally ill at like age 48. And so by the time she was 63, she had passed. And the daughter was like, basically you know she didn't get to retire like she did everything she was supposed to do according to the american dream you know had a good job got married got kids that you know etc took care of everything sent them to college and here you are now uh you've saved for your retirement and can't even enjoy it um you know you die <laughs> before you even make retirement age and so that realization uh prompted her to especially given the circumstances she already kind of was living lightly, you know, she didn't really have anywhere or anything to be, um, 
her to take, you know, to hold, to root, to hold her down. And so she ultimately, and I think she said she didn't have any kids either. So she ultimately ended up traveling, um, you know, as many countries as she could. She wanted to see the world. And she's like, you know, I guess she got this idea. It was like, well, I'm just going to have dates, you know, in these countries and like know I'm about to dip in a few days. So it's like, you know, a bunch of first dates, like that movie, 50 first dates, right? So uh, Lonnie James is her name. And she uh, said in late March, I think she started in 2022. Maybe, I think it's been a year, over the past year, yeah. Uh, so she said, uh, she the worst date, she said she's had overall a great experience, um, that people tend to open up to her more because they know that they're not gonna have anything kind of, you know, in the future to worry about. Like, they just feel like they can talk to her because she's just like a stranger from a strange land, you know? And so it's this rare intimacy that, you know, you're finding with, someone that you feel like maybe won't be ju as judgmental or that you feel um won't be able to you know out you or whatever you know what I mean and so she um she said one of her favorite dates was a 13-hour date in Cairo during the holy month of Ramadan her first date with a Muslim uh a man who meaning like her not her first date but like she never dated, dated a Muslim before um and she said basically uh he had he had a beaming smile he charmed her with his beaming smile and friends tv show quotes in his tinder profile okay um <laughs> her next date was with another egyptian man in alexandria who blurted out that he was engaged and spent the day yearning aloud for a past love oh my god i've been on those dates oh my god um he clearly you know at least you seeing a beautiful backdrop while dealing with some fuckboy shit right uh he clearly needed someone to listen and i was a safe space i've had incredibly intimate and vulnerable conversations with people there's something special that happens when people know they they're never going to see you again so that was her quote um but yeah so she ended up uh she i think she said like the worst date was oh yeah here it is this man in turkey um got angry with her when she rejected his physical advances and dropped her off at his paragliding shop promising to return he never did after waiting for hours in the storm she spent the night on a bench in the store that's trash yeah so uh that was interesting if you want to see more about that uh she's on tinder uh lonnie uh and she's uh these gloves just just refuse on this, on this damn ipad anyway um <clears throat> She, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so yeah, she's, uh, oh, one of her other dates, uh, she's <laughs> on a recent date with a South African man in Cape Town who whipped out a deck of, whipped out, so I saw whipped out, I got really excited, whipped out a deck of cards over dinner and proceeded to do card tricks at the table, so, yeah underwhelming for me i'm sure she's fine with that she wanted to whip out nothing else um and so um what else did she say that i found interesting oh okay so yeah she says um what i've learned in this time is that romance comes in many forms she, it doesn't have to be expensive and there isn't a certain formula that makes romance happen for me it's when there's a connection and intentionality say that shit sis uh, it is the person who listens to you, who seeks to make you feel special, who wants to bring a smile to your face with a thoughtful gesture, and the person who wants to know what you think and seeks to truly get to know you. Um, yes, yes. 
love that for her uh so yeah that was interesting ladies um she does obviously take precautions for her safety um making sure she has you know a phone and connection and signal and her friends know where she's gonna be and she you know she has val validated photos of these guys etc so um yeah she doesn't give her her phone number until after she has met a date in person so she goes through the dating apps uh to do all the communication so it's tracked there um and she never allows a date to pick her up from where she is staying i kind of feel different ways about having guys pick you up from where you live like i mean i get that especially with her being out traveling and alone probably most of the time and kind of from place to place that makes more sense especially since she's on their turf so they kind of are a lot more familiar with how things go um but i feel like as far as like dating from home locally and shit like i don't know i feel how y'all feel about that ladies i uh, i, I kind of feel like look the the you pick me up from my crib you and you think you're gonna come back here and be on some bullshit first of all we got something for you you know what I mean like quick win and then I'm like for you, I, you now you like you know where I stay you like most guys are gonna be like okay well you know I know where she at um I know what kind of shit could be going on around there etc cetera, etc cetera. like not my neighborhood not like my neighborhood like so bad but it's like it's still enough to be like uh this Chicago like anywhere you go you kind of taking a chance but like to be just driving around somebody's neighborhood looking for somebody on some bullshit like you already putting yourself in a position um and i'm i'm not the one i think i think niggas be knowing that's why you gotta let these niggas know you're crazy you know what i'm saying let them know you train the eight forms of motherfucking art you know martial arts and shit you learn stiletto you know what i'm saying <laughs> stiletto taekwondo you know what i'm saying like you gotta take the stiletto off stab your ass i know all the pressure points you know what i'm saying i could juke a nigga in these stilettos you gotta let them know on the first day i could let them run just run some random drills Run some random drills on that nigga on the first day. Like, look at this shit right here. I got do a couple pull-ups. But that nigga, no, I ain't you ain't you ain't gonna take me easy, nigga. Uh, but yeah, so I don't I don't really I don't really worry about that too much. Um the weirdest thing ever uh, with someone who picked me up was actually an Uber. Not even my date. <laughs> like I've never had like a date come back, knock on wood, to like, you know, because I, I want to, like, I don't want to, like, be stuck in a car with a psychopath. But I feel like, for sure, after a couple of days, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to, like, have you pick me up. You know what I mean? Like, if I feel like I'm, I know you a little bit more. And especially if we have, like, mutuals and shit, mutual friends and shit. So I'm not worried about that. But, like, I get it. Like, but I feel like so many girls get, like, super caught up. Like, when I be listening to them on these, like, dating shows and shit about, like, super caught up in, like, um no i wouldn't have no guy ever come pick me up from my house not until i'm ready to be serious and settle down he can't come to my house he can't do it i'm like jesus christ like i mean like you should know about like date three at the fucking latest i think like whether this person's like a fucking complete threat to your life like you know what i mean um other than that like yeah i mean he, he's gonna snap maybe and have like some kind of psychotic break you know what i'm saying because <laughs> they go gawk no i'm just playing don't get a go gawk Go get it. I love you, gog gog to him too soon, ladies. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's how you keep those problems away, okay? You can't give him that. You can't give him that, uh, hey, zaddy, gog gog right off the top. You gotta let him work his way up to that shit. <laughs> Just give him that love. Um, it's too much. It's too much. 
je <laughs> but yeah you can't you can't you can't put it all on them at once because uh now you're asking I asked what your body got a little caliente, un poquito caliente, hay un poco calor, okay? Eh, porque su, está subiendo la temperatura, porque yo soy la, la más, la más caliente, la más bonita, que no? Con las vibras de Jessica Rabbit, or like Kali Uchis. I love Kali Uchis. It's giving Kali Uchis. She always giving Jessica Rabbit, okay? Kali Uchis are the girl who sang Telepatia for, for you people who don't know, because that blew up. Um, But she got a new album. I love Kali, but she's Colombian and she's very like, it's giving like um 50s. No, it's more like 90s, like. She got this 90s aesthetic, but it's very, it gives 50s and 90s. It's really, it's crazy. Um, I, trying to think of the exact vibe but yeah she's it's like not really necessarily pinup girl it's more like but it is but it's also like that um what's it called like the i want to say jolo jolo culture in um california like kind of started on the west coast and shit so all of that but yes um i know i could be wrong but whatever uh so yeah so it's giving me a little Que podemos hacer el amor por telepatía. Está listo, papi. Que si está listo. Dime algo. Porque voy a venir. Voy a venir en mi carro para ti. Oh, oh. La luna está llena. Mi cama masía. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I wouldn't be, I personally do not be worried about that after a couple of days. I'm just like, okay, I, I got it. I got it. You know, you can pick me up because I don't want to be dealing with parking, driving, gas, crazy people on the road. Like, you worry about all that. Just pick me up and just take, Jesus, take the whale. Okay. That's why I don't understand why these, why these men be talking about these girls. I had some guy tell me the other day, these Chicago girls, you Chicago girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't know how to be soft. Y'all don't know how to be, y'all don't, huh. oh, please. Because as soon as you, as soon as, as soon as you show me, you got this shit under control, baby. I'm just like, oh, yes. Yes. What? I don't know shit. My wrist is broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember when I was in the DR, somebody asked us to move some tables. <laughs> They're like, can you help us move these tables over there? And they were talking to a bunch of girls, including me. And I was like, <laughs> I look like, y'all trying to help something? I look right around like, where the man at? Because it ain't me. <laughs> My wrist is broke, bitch. <sighs> One of the girls helped out. I was like, girl, good for you. You let them know, yo, you got a good back. <laughs> I'm straight. <laughs> I can't go. Yes, fuck that. Now, I know, no, when I got to put in the fucking muscle in the work, I do it. But please, once I, like I said, once I see somebody capable around, handle that, handle that. So if I'm taking, a, if I'm doing too much work, that mean I know you ain't capable, okay? <laughs> put that to the, put that to the pregunta, okay? Put that in ese libro, okay? In tu mente. Pensar en eso, okay? Muy bien. Pens piensas en eso. Tiene que pensar en eso porque yo quiero ser muy femenina, muy suave, uh, muy floja si puedo. <ríe> Cuando podría, yo soy la floja. 
para ti, yo voy a hacer el trabajo, el trabajo que me pide, que es necesario para hacer la cosa bien en, en, en el hogar, pero después, ok, estoy, estoy lista para relajarme porque el hombre que tiene la masculinidad, masculinidad, la masculinidad, tiene que hacer las cosas, ¿no? Ok, entonces, vamos a esperar por ese, por ese hombre, porque yo no, no puedo, no voy a hacerlo y, y punto. Get somebody else to do it, ¿ok? <ríe> que buscas a alguien más, ¿ok? Porque no es yo, no es mí, ¿ok? Esa persona no es yo, no soy. All right, so, my gloves, again, mis guantes no funcionan otra vez uh, con, el, eh, con el, la, pan, la pantalla. All right, so anyway, um, but yeah, so I, I, just, I just wanted to share that because I thought that was very interesting. Goals for me, because at this point, like, if I'm not... I'm not with nobody committed by the time I can like just go do whatever because my daughter's old enough or whatever. I'm gonna be for these international streets. Por qué no? <laughs> okay, estoy buscando Ricky. That's gonna be my series. I'm gonna do a fucking documentary. It's gonna be like, buscando mi Ricky Ricardo. It's like, <laughs> this fake black Lucille Ball <laughs> looking for her fucking Ricky. Where we at? Come on, cause we got, man, cause Ricky, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day too. Like, that, Ricky and, um, and, and Lucy, they was getting that, they was getting that bread. I don't know which special that was. It was like a couple movies they did, like uh, the dramatization with um, the film with um, Nicole Kidman playing Lucille Ball was really good. I want to say that was the one where, but I saw a couple documentaries to it around the same time. Um, but like, yeah, like when they, especially when they focus on like how they formatted modern television and shit, like commercials and, and sitcoms and shit like that, like these motherfuckers were the blueprint to like everything we do now as far as TV is concerned. Um, and especially when you talk about sitcoms and, you know, physical comedy and shit like that, like Lucy, Lucy and Desi set the fucking template. Like they set, they put the blueprint and, um, for, especially for, Desi being, you know, from a communist country, Cuban, and, you know, not even speaking English, like, when he got here and shit, like, you know, I think he had some English, but I think he wasn't, like, fluent for a while, and so, like, yeah, like, that shit's crazy, like, they they needed their props, for sure, so, yeah, estoy buscando mi Ricky, porque tengo, tengo cosas para hacer, y juntos po podemos hacer mucho, okay, pero sola voy a hacerlo, <laughs> lo que necesito, okay, y, y si no me, si no me encuentras, no es mi problema, porque yo, yo lo intento hacer las cosas para uh, actualizarlo, pero si, si usted no está listo o no está buscándome en los, en los lugares apropiados o, o eh, ya me faltó, ya me faltó porque hiciste cosas raras, hiciste coso, cosas raras y que muevas un, un, un poquito diferente, ¿ok? <ríe> es posible que tenemos problemas o okay? que ten, teníamos problemas o okay. que tendremos problemas pero está bien estoy aquí buscando esperando no buscando pero esperando para traerlo a mí ok naturalmente all right y'all I'm, i'm done over here <laughs> manifesting in spanish <laughs> look i'm i'm to the point i'm just like 
maybe he speaks Spanish. Maybe he speaks Spanish and he in Cuba or some shit. He can't even fucking come here. Maybe that's what it is. I gotta go get this nigga from Cuba. Cause where you at? Hi, where you at, dog? Where you at, dog? Where you at? Okay. Donde esta? Donde esta mi amor? Okay, I'm done. Anyway, so that was interesting, and that's gonna be me. Like I said, that's the time I'm gonna be on. So if you was if you was interested and you in the U.S., you better get to fucking figuring it out. <laughs> The clock is a ticking. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but yeah, so, oh, and so then I also saw there was a um, study on psychology today about how older women um, get the most out of dating, get better benefits, I guess they're saying, in comparison to older men dating younger, older women dating younger men in particular. Uh, tend to have more satisfaction in those relationships. Uh, they're saying likely attributed to the power shift, the dynamics uh, shifting, uh, because you know older men typically have the upper hand with younger women, but with older women, they may not have the upper hand, but they definitely can get more on the level. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of balances things out. Um, and of course, you know older women, you assume, are going to be more. Um, confident in who they are, more secure, more able to articulate, uh, some, you know, very, uh, uh, explicit needs out of the relationship so that there's, you know, not a lot of that immature, you know, lack of, uh, integrity to the relationship and like, you know, the back and forth, uh, because y'all just simply not compatible. So I'm sure, you know, uh, in the face of especially all the criticism, because they were saying, of course, women get more of the criticism for being the older partner than men who are the older partner do. It's a little bit more accepted or at least more um, prevalent and normalized versus the women. So, of course, in the face of all of that criticism for, uh, you know, these couples to still thrive is also very telling of like, you know, the vetting that obviously has to happen because you know you have to really deal with some shit if y'all kind of going up against all of these uh, stereotypes and stigmas. Uh, stigmas. So that being said, y'all get y'all y'all tenderoni. I couldn't imagine no dating a guy like more than I don't even know, like fifteen. I'm trying to think, like fifteen, twenty years younger than me. I'm about to be forty. Like I could see myself dating a guy maybe maybe 30 but I just couldn't see like 25 27 like it's gotta be but I don't like initially ask people how old they are anyway like it's just kind of like that comes up naturally or whatever in the conversation um because <clears throat> I mean <clears throat> excuse me because I know like age ain't nothing but a number so I never really bring it up if I'm interested in a guy and I'm like oh this might be going somewhere and maybe he like says something that kind of makes me think well maybe we're not the same age or whatever then I'll like I'll, that'll probably be the trigger for me to ask and then I don't think I would like if so I say I'm feeling a guy like everything's cool and then suddenly it comes up and it's like oh I you know I'm I'm 40 and he says he's about to be you know 20 25 Ooh, that's pushing it but i i don't think i would just immediately be like turned off and be like oh never mind <laughs> i would at least see where it goes but definitely that's gonna be in the back of my mind like this nigga's 25 years old that's why he's doing this shit like they could turn off turn off the teletubbies and come over here <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't imagine though like right them niggas grew up on like that's so raven and shit like what the fuck i'm supposed to do with that <laughs> 
Like, nigga, what about Ren and Stimpy? Okay? <laughs> what you know about that? What you know about the original Ninja Turtles motherfucker TV series? What you know about that? Nigga, you got shit to talk about. Nigga think Drake the greatest rapper of all time. Like, boy, get your goofy ass out of here. That's, that's the shit right there. I'd have to walk right out of dinner. Right out. Oh, I can't remember. Somebody told me they didn't like something a little bit ago, and it just drove me mad. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was like, how dare you? Um, oh, I can't remember what it was. Like, I've never seen that. And I, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Why are you saying these things? <laughs> I don't think it was Boondocks. I definitely cannot. Like, if you've never seen Boondocks, I don't know what to do with you, um, especially as a black person. Like, I just, I don't know what to do with you because you've missed the... Uh, the gold standard of black identified, you know, uh, animation series, okay, adult content uh, animation, and like, bro, like, I mean, like, this shit was genius. I always say, like, if you ever want to show someone what being black in America is like, show them the boondocks. Like, especially when we talk about like alien, alien invasions and shit, be like, we don't understand the black people. Just turn them on boondocks and let them sit there and watch that shit and be like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> Cause it's like, it's so, it's so perfect. Um, even that, even in the satire, it's just, it's so there. It's everything's right on point. Uh, oh my god, that pause episode. I just watched that again. Oh my god, Winston Jerome, Tyler Perry, it's so good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I rebuke Ice Cube and all of his works, even Friday, even Friday. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, uh, so ladies, uh, maybe your soulmates in Cuba, maybe your soulmate hasn't been like somebody said has been born maybe your soulmates 25 years younger than you god forbid i don't know it's crazy out here but hey i guess we we just we just gonna do what we gotta do don't want your nigga because i want a daddy yeah 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 okay that's what megan said megan's wise megan's wise guys um speaking of megan uh it was funny because she threw out a pitch uh at the um Astrodome and uh the <laughs> the uh catcher I can't remember his name he like strategically I'm sure part of the comments but most of the men was like yeah boy had that hand that with the mitt on resting on her booty I'm like bruh <laughs> and that, that literally every time I seen the article pop up that was the picture they used it was plenty of pictures but everybody used that picture of him hugging her and her back is to the camera and all you see is the catcher like with this smile like and this hand resting on her booty like okay oh my god so yeah but um she did a a, a block party in houston recently uh, i think it's posted i know it was on like amazon and i think it's posted on a couple channels on youtube in its entirety but sis killed that oh my gosh she looks so good she had on this like slate uh like it, it was giving x-men like you know what i'm saying or like some type of villain like it was great uh so a shout out to megan and her glam squad because sis has been killing us back to back since she came out with the natural fucking fro and the curls and then now like i said that black party with the um she had it was giving her best like marvel universe audition like it's you i'm like give her the role whatever it is just give it to her please because i can't wait um so yes that was great i, ha I still haven't seen she hulk where she was in that episode so somebody reminded me that she reminded me and i 
still haven't. So I'll get to that during my hiatus, I guess. Um, we were going to talk about the NCAA, but everybody done worn that out. Uh, shout out to uh, Angel Reese and, and also to Kaylin Clark for being like, hey, bro, I wasn't tripping. Why y'all tripping? Like, I did the same little gesture to her. So it, it is what it is. They won. They deserve it. Like, stop tripping. But that was wild, though, for Jill Biden to be like, oh, we're going to invite the losing team. Like, since we in the losing team, go to the White House. So, ooh, how you expose yourself. So dusty. So I love to see how the Obama's handlers is recent. Um, LSU were talking like, oh, we'll just go to see the Obamas. So I don't know how that's going to play out, given that Joe's his boy, you know, at least was. So you know how that go. Politics. Gotta love them. Politics. Trick ass, mark ass, punk ass, fuck ass, niggas. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. And then, uh, oh, what was this? Click the link. I didn't even say what it was. Probably because I didn't read it yet. Oh, I did read this. I think I just skimmed through it mostly. But Gen Z and millennials' financial futures were shaped by a by the pandemic recession. So they, you know, of course, uh, a lot of these models are showing like that K uh, shape uh, recovery. So like, you know, since the pandemic and the recession and everything, um, you know, if you kind of were already on a good, pretty good financial path, your income went up. If you were already having problems, your shit went down. And um, so that's the K. And so, yeah, so they were talking about just people's spending habits, how they, you know, vary greatly um, due to the pandemic. So if you were like a, uh, uh, a saver, you probably saved more. Uh, if you were a shopper, um, especially emotional, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <clears throat> I forgot what the term is, but I know they were talking about the, uh, oh, some people were, shopping for control so it felt like the only thing that i could do uh that i felt you know like i had under control that i could rely on with so many uncertain unreliable things happening around me uh one of the people's quotes and i'm sure many people felt this way was like well you know amazon that's why you saw such an influx of like uh you know those uh warehouse service you know uh shipping uh services go up with amazon um the instacart and shit like that so like people you know use that to like kind of soothe themselves in a way um from you know feeling like they were out of control out of, things were out of control but definitely compulsive shopping um became uh more of an issue for uh people who already had those tendencies uh so yeah and so this this economic recovery is uh is shit it's they need to they really need to get another stimulus out here um you know, everything's kind of returning back to normal. Uh, you know, a lot of the concessions that were made during the, for the pandemic are now ending. And uh, so I, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in these few days, these, I mean, these uh, next few months to, you know, years. Um, I still don't understand, like, how, like, me and somebody else were just discussing the Hyundai Kia thing, like, definitely factored into a lot of problems as far as crime in cities and, and economic problems as well for, you know, a lot of middle Americans. And I, I, I'm like, I like my theory is shit. How y'all know China or somebody went back that <laughs> shit? You know what I'm saying? That to be starting no shit, but I'm just like, bro, like that sound like some uh, economic warfare. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but why? Cause like y'all should be able to fi fix that. Y'all should be able to do something to help these people like resolve this issue. Like there should be like a fucking, what do you call it? A, a factory uh, recall 
You know, like, I mean, what the fuck is wrong? And so it's like, y'all got to know somebody in government like that clearly is pushing the liability off of y'all because the class action suits should be going crazy on this shit. Um, you know, it's been so many people hurt behind this shit and, you know, physically losing their lives behind carjackings and these crazy kids running around driving all crazy. And like, you can blame TikTok, but like, what the fuck about Hyundai? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? So... I don't know. And like I said, I still didn't see them congressional hearings on TikTok and why they were talking exactly what the ban, uh, other than them talking about stealing data and, and uh, having uh, uh, intelligence being collected by the Chinese government. I'm like, y'all collected intelligence on us still doing it, okay? Via Twitter and Facebook and, and definitely all of Meta, okay? Instagram. So what are you, what are you talking about? Um, so anyway, let me, let me be done with my TikTok rant. Um, so yes, I, uh, just thought that was interesting that, uh, in this article, they're basically saying like, you know, older folk are kind of just like, you know, they, the ones who were already kind of on that path are okay. But like Gen Z and millennials are, are screwed. Cause like, we don't have assets. We don't have, uh, we're in a lot of debt. Um, uh, we don't, we're losing the jobs that we thought would be there with all these major layoffs, especially in tech and uh so yeah it's and then of course the, the savings if we had them were blowing through them so it's just like we got time on our side for sure um but the uh consensus is like we are in a really fucked up position i feel like, i feel like even worse for gen z for sure um but we'll see time will tell um so y'all just be careful out here bro because it's, it's gonna get it's gonna get uglier before it get prettier that is for sure um so yeah and then i think the only other thing i wanted to discuss oh <laughs> pedophilia we we always have these things going on and uh it's always uh interesting when it gets revealed in some places that you never thought you see it so uh the dalai lama uh was caught not even caught he publicly was in a, in a, a public appearance back in february they said where he uh had a young indian boy come on stage who said he wanted to give him a hug and the boy gave him a hug and then dalai lama was like oh give me a kiss on the lips and he pulled the boy in for a kiss on the lips and then immediately after well not immediately but moments later was like now suck my tongue and sticks his tongue out and puts pulls the boy in like puts it in his face and i don't think the video cuts so i don't know exactly if the boy did or whatever either way um the people were in the audience were like laughing and shit and i'm just like what the fuck and then uh like i said it happened in february i didn't see about this until like a couple weeks ago so in april and then they basically um just when it got to the U.S. outlets and started going around, it came with an apology. So it's like, did y'all just held this story down until y'all finally got him to say something? Like, because that's just crazy that I just saw it and then here's now this late-ass apology when it had clearly happened months ago and people knew about it um, in, in the East because all of the Indian uh, outlets and the, the British outlets, I think, pretty much had already discussed it. Um, but I didn't see any apology tied to those accounts. Um, but once it got into CNN and, and whoever else over here on our side, um, you know, in the Western world, that then it came with this, not even an apology. It was just really like basically him saying, oh, sometimes the Dalai Lama, let me, let me read the fucking statement. Oh, it was a video. But basically he says, 
they say, oh, the Dalai Lama likes to play and he does innocent little tricks and little things, um, you know, and he didn't, he doesn't mean anything by it. And so he going to do that shit again, like in public or private, he do shit like that all the time. So basically he been doing this shit and y'all cool with it. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Cause that's not an apology. That's a, that's justification. That's like bitch. And I'm going to do it again. But see, I don't have no faith in none of you motherfuckers. Y'all still calling this motherfucker his holiness. Y'all can't be putting these people above y'all or up there with God. Like, you just can't. It's too much, his holiness. Fuck this nigga. I seen people who was straight up motherfucking, like, they were going through it. The cognitive dissonance was so crazy. It was like, this gotta be a deep fake. So y'all will believe some shit that ain't to be believed, but the shit that should be not believed, you that should be believed, y'all not gonna believe. Just don't make no sense to me. And then the motherfucker, um basically was like some other guy was like well i i'm sure he he didn't mean to and uh uh he, our holy teacher like they made so it was so weird like they made so many excuses the only motherfucker i can rock with with them titles like that is like honorable elijah muhammad honorable louis farrakhan because at least it's honorable it's not saying the most honored like you know what i'm saying it's not saying honored above all every and everything else it's like most honorable though like this the motherfucker you get the most honor to elbow excuses a lot but the holiness, because that's just telling me that, oh, no, he's so holy. He above reproach. Because these motherfuckers in them comments, like, the few that was defending this shit was just like, y'all in the Twilight Zone. I, Jim Jones, okay? Jim Jones could could never. No, Jim Jones could. He did and did and did it well. Great Kool-Aid, y'all. Great Kool-Aid. All right. So, <laughs> child, I will never. I will never. I, no offense to y'all who love y'all religion and y'all people. But that's why y'all be so mad at, like, Kanye and shit. Because y'all love to put people on a pedestal. Like, I'm not putting none of these motherfuckers on no pedestal. Even Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion, I know she, if she do some fuck shit, I'm going to be like, Megan, that was some fuck ass shit you had did, girl. But <laughs> y'all really be, uh, it's like Swarm, right? It's like the Beyonce shit. Y'all just swarm with the Dalai Lama. God damn. But I lost all faith when I saw, like, uh, Stephen uh, Hawking was caught up on the Epstein charter the logs and shit i'm like hawking the nigga in the wheelchair like this he can't even talk he gotta type the shit in the computer the computer had to say the freaky shit for him can you imagine this nigga is literally on a, a qwerty keyboard talk about letting me now grab the balls <laughs> now kiss it <laughs> mm, that feels good can't even trust this nigga Nigga can't even sit up straight. I can't even believe he can get off. I mean, maybe, maybe he could. Maybe he could. Maybe he could. Reconfigure my settings. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> I'm going to hell. No, I'm not. I'm not. Because those people deserve to be talked about. Because you fucking weirdos. Child trafficking is ridiculous. It's sick. It's too much of it going on clearly and uh and it's it's being co-signed by people in high places because them the fucking weirdest freakiest fucking power hungry sick ass motherfuckers ever to exist and then they use money power and titles and all these cover-ups and distractions to keep they motherfucking bullshit going so see you weird niggas on mars good luck with that shit bitches <laughs> my rants my rants you love them you're gonna mess with my note um so anyway there's a lot of stuff going on. Gun control is always an issue. Pregnancy, uh, you know, I'm uh, sorry, abortions. <sighs> we just out here, y'all. So I'm, oh, and the last thing I did want to talk about, 
uh, R. Kelly, they found some text messages or something with the mama, one of the mamas of the girls that was underage, talking about enticing him, sit on his lap and all this other shit. So the bitch was pimping her daughter out. You know, I'm not surprised. It's a, I mean, come on, we got all these motherfuckers who, who had the pedof- the pedophile uh, uncle and shit, and the, you know what I mean, the pedophile relative in the household and shit. They, they, you let the babysitter fuck your son, you know, all this other shit. You let these freaky weird bitches around your kids and weird niggas around your kids, and then y'all act like y'all don't know what fucking happened. And and, you know, so that shit, I'm sure that shit is real. Motherfuckers pimping they fucking kids out for whatever. And, I mean, I've, you know, motherfuckers do some shit to their kids for less, okay? Um, it's fucked up. And so, yeah, R. Kelly uh, is not excused. So all of them niggas in the Twitter thread, you some weirdos, that just like, oh, see, y'all need to free my man. No, no, he. this is even more evidence that he needs to be exactly where he is. And he maybe needs some company. That's all that's saying is that he probably needs the company of those fucking weird ass parents who thought it was okay. And I, I still maintain to this day, uh, Ali, if if the stories are true, Aaliyah's parents definitely were guilty of fucking pimping their daughter out. And ultimately, you know, they they put her in that position. It's all fucked up. Who don't even get me started on Leah? Even the plane shit is just crazy to me. All of it's crazy. God rest in peace, Leah. But yes, y'all can't trust these people now. Uh, <laughs> you these people they they out here. You get to a certain level. Like I just feel like it's like you you have it's like a it's like a club. It's like the mob. Like everybody, it's like a gang. Like everybody got to get some dirt on them. Everybody got to get some blood on them. Everybody got to do a hit, you know what I'm saying, before we can trust you. So if they politicians, if they celebrities, if they they probably didn't did some old fuck shit to get to fuck with if I mean, and I hate to say it like that, it's, of course it's going to be some genuine people that made it, but they not going to get to no fucking astronomical levels when you see them hanging out with these motherfuckers and that motherfucker that's already like top echelon motherfuckers. Definitely the motherfuckers on the, on the White House guest list every motherfucking year and shit. You can't trust none of them weird niggas. You already know what them niggas is on. Um, all these motherfucking politicians, one, you know, AOC, all of these motherfucking squad, everybody thought they was going to be had a back. No Medicare for all. Them motherfuckers, oh, Bernie, we support feel the burn. Fuck all of them niggas. They all corrupt, bro. They get to a certain level. I mean, like, if once they voted Pelosi, especially AOC and shit, once you saw she was willing to uh, uh, support Pelosi as Speaker of the House, you should have known then what type of time these motherfuckers is on. So let's just stop putting these people on a pedestal and thinking that they here to save us. They not, they don't care about us. Um, you have to do your own due diligence and you honestly, it's just going to be up to everybody to take care of them and they own. Like you got to take care of your family, protect what the fuck is yours. Um, and just live in that good energy as much as you possibly can know that, you know, we can't control everything. Uh, and that's, that's great. That's great. So control what you can control. And that means that they can't control everything either. So you control what you can control. You uh, meditate, you eat well, you make yourself happy. You do the things that bring you joy. Use your talents to uh, solve problems for people around you and your community. And all those things will come back to you tenfold. Um, I'm a firm believer in karma and, you know, you don't waste your time wishing it on nobody. But you know that karma's got your back. And that means that all of the good things as well that you do are going to come back. Okay. So Jessica Rabbit, Jessica Rabbit signing off.
I will see you guys around. Uh, anybody that want to do some interviews with me, please let me know. Hit me up. I will definitely take um, time from my hiatus to do some, you know, worthwhile interviews. But other than that, I've got some things that I need to be working on. So I will be working on those. And I'm excited for y'all to see, um, you know, what, what we got coming for you in the future. Um, so I won't, I definitely won't be missing. Um, but I definitely am going to take a step back from the podcast for a little while. And then think about what we're going to do for season two or if we're going to do a new show, but I'm hoping to bring back a season two and maybe do something in addition to that when time allows, when the energy and the alignment and everything else allows. So wishing y'all nothing but the best. Hope you've enjoyed so far. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves primarily because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. And um, if you encuentra un Reiki or or un Leon, o lo que sea, mándame en mi, en, en mi camino, ok, mándalo en mi camino, en mi, eh, a mi casa y podemos hablar, ok. <ríe> Muéstrale este video para ver que eh, va a recibir un bueno, un, un, una, una mujer llena, ok, una mujer uh, como diosa, es, es, no hay otra manera de decirlo. Eh, es una diosa, ¿ok? Estoy aquí esperando pacientemente, ¿ok? Y si no, vas a verme uh, afuera de este, este uh, país eh, con mi, mi hombre nuevo cubano de más de 25 años, más o menos. 30 años, más o menos. O su papá. Su papá porque me gusta me gustan las mayores que se llaman señores hey, que abran la puerta y te manda flores hey, me gustan los grandes que no me jueguen la boca hey, que me vuelva loca loca All right, I'm done I'm done playing <laughs> Loca, oh, loca, oh, oh, oh. all right, y'all. <laughs> Thank you.